Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Shot. Gets it through the gap. He's threatened to do it in the last couple of innings, but now he gets to three figures. Another test century on his home ground. And it's fifth ton in 18 test matches. The fourth Vodafone test is evenly balanced after the first day at the Gabba. A century to minus Labashain laid the foundation for Australia to post five for 274 by stumps, with Cameron Green and Tim Payne unbeaten at the crease. The injury-hit Indians were forced to make four changes for the series decider, but the inexperienced bowling attack put it to the Aussies and should have had more success if not for a few drop catches. Nick and oh! Dropped again. We spoke to Hall of Famer Ricky Ponting after play to get his thoughts on day one in Brisbane. Ricky Ponting, Australia, 5 for 274 from 87 overs at Stumps. Who won the day? Uh, I think it's pretty even, to be honest. Um, I think if he had taken a little more wicket late, then they could probably say that they won the day, but with... Payne and Green there, and the partnership sort of developing like it is. There's still a chance that Australia could push on and get a, a 350-plus sort of score. If they got up to somewhere near 400, I think they'd be pretty happy with that. So right now, I think the test match is pretty evenly poised. Payne and Green put on 61 there at the end. How crucial was that partnership to see out the day and that second new ball? Yeah, look, it could be the biggest partnership in the in the series, to be honest. Um, you know, 1-1 going up to Brisbane, um, you know, Lava Shane and, and Wade put on a nice 113-run partnership that both got out soon after that. And Australia needed Payne and Green to do what they've done and really steady the tip and then try and push on for a really big first in score. So, um, yeah, absolutely crucial. The fact that I got through the new ball tonight was, um, you know, really pleasing for them. And then looks like, the, you know, Saini looks like he's in wheels out. And Shardwell obviously went off late in the day as well. So... You know, it could be could be tomorrow that India only have the three bowlers to go to, and if they do, then you know, the batting conditions tomorrow morning will probably be the best in the game. Um, these two, if they can then go on and sort of turn this into a hundred run partnership first, and then stretch it out past that, I think uh, Australia will be in, will be in the driver's seat in the game. Manus Labuschagne scored his first Test century of the summer. How about that knock from Manus? Yeah, played beautifully again, didn't he? He's done. He's been really impressive right through this. Yeah, the, the summer um, probably hasn't been at his absolute best. I don't know if I've said that most games because he hasn't. He sort of seems like he's just missed hitting a lot of balls, but his power of concentration and you know the way he's worked through um, you know, some tough situations for his team has been you know been ultra impressive. So you know, Roddy Buck again today put down a couple of times, but that happens in the game. And um, no, look, he, he played beautifully. Um, one of the, the bat, one of the few bats, I mean, him and Smithy both looked really comfortable and. Wade, he obviously played well and still had a little bit of a bone as well, but no, Manus was, Manus was brilliant. Yeah, just on that uh, that first drop catch, Rahane, he's on 37. I mean, can you, you get any excuses there, Ricky? It's, is it a tough scene ground at the Gabba? Well, I had mentioned that in commentary early in the day. With, you know, the Lincoln crowds being there and the coloured seats and stuff, you hear a lot of travelling teams talk about um, you know, trying to field and trying to catch at the Gabba. But, you know, Rahane, 
he's very safe normally. Um, you know, having worked with him at Delhi last year, he, he puts in a lot of time with his fielding, and um, you know, he's been a slip sort of gully fielder for India for most of his career. So, you know, one like that was a bit of a bit of a shock. It, you know, I don't know if it was sort of lack of pace or he didn't pick it up quite right, but it sort of almost surprised him when it, when it hit his hands. It was, he almost looked a little bit surprised by it. So, something must have gone wrong there because otherwise it was a pretty straightforward. Yeah, had Rahana held that catch, it would have been four for ninety-three. But as it happens, uh, Navdeep Saini actually went down. He looked like he was holding his groin, and he didn't return. Geez, they can't take a trick these Indians uh, with their injuries this tour. How big a blow is that to have Saini injured? Yeah, it could. Be. I must admit, I was on there at the time. I was never going at the time, and, and when he when he went off, and only stayed off for sort of four or five overs, you can think, oh, but I think it's going to be okay. You know, he's probably. Just had a little bit of a cramp or started to get a bit tight in that. But didn't uh, went back off again. Uh, sounded like went off is just too, so that doesn't sound good to me. Um, that'll be a big loss for them, but they probably got lucky. The fact that they've gone in with the four fast bowlers this game plus the spinner um, and sort of cover if one of them goes down. But mm. like I said with Shardell, if Shardell's got a little injury in that left hamstring as well, then you know things tomorrow get real ugly for him. Yeah, Shane Moore was calling for cool dip Yad have to play. Surprise, surprise, uh, wanting, wanting a wrist spinner to play anywhere in the world, uh, particularly somewhere where he played quite well at the Gabba. But what did you make of uh, India's changes? Um, look, I think the only reason they've gone with Washington Sundar ahead of Kuldeep is just to strengthen their batting a little bit. Mm. Um, you know, they potentially would have had Rishabh Pan at six and Shadow at seven. That leaves their tail, you know, really, really long. So um, at least with Washington, he can, he can bat a little bit. Um, gives them a, you know, more of a balance sort of like they had with Jadeja in the side. So, um, but if you actually just compare the two bowlers, the, the left arm leg spinner compared to what we saw with Washington Sunday today, you'd think that Kuldeep cool could be a better chance of taking wickets in the game. But I just think it was a balanced thing with them. Um, yeah, if they had, you know, if Jadeja was there um, and it was just someone coming in for Ashwin, then I think it probably would have been uh, Kuldeep. Cool but I think they just made that, that selection of, of Sunday on, on balance. Early in the day, Warner and Harris fell cheaply. Warner has gone 5, 13 and 1 since coming back into the side. Ricky, good bowling plans uh, by India or have you noticed something awry with Warner? No, no, I don't think there's anything to do with planning there. I think that, that uh, you know, his first innings dismissal in Sydney, following the white over again, or, you know, five hundred he flashed that. Um, you know, going for a slow sweep in the second innings against Ashwin, you know, there's no real planning that goes into that, but and today it was just a good, a decent ball, an opener can get. You know, it was a good length, um, bit of a scramble seam type ball that sort of caught the seam and seemed to win. And he could slip, could catch a slip. So I don't think there's been any outstanding planning there. Um, I just think, you know, Davey probably played a couple of shots in the first test that he wasn't, wouldn't be overly happy with. And he got a good ball today. Yeah. Uh, Harris tip one to square leg. Is it fair to say that four of the five Aussie batters would like their, uh, their last shots back today? Yeah, I think that's absolutely spot on. Um, yeah, Davey, you can say he got a good thing with the rest, but I think they've probably got themselves out. Um, you know, Marnus, Wade, and probably Harris in particular. Um, you know, Smithy. So, I mean, that Smithy shot probably doesn't look as bad as the other one because it wasn't sort of as firm born, I guess, as, as, as the other shots, but it was a little sort of almost like a lazy clip in here to, to shorten the wicket. Um, Harris. Pretty soft dismissal, really, for an opener. I reckon they just got down. I reckon a little bit of swing in late sort of just got him a further, got, him, got his body way a bit further over to the offside than he probably wanted to, and therefore chipped the ball in the air on the leg side. Um, Wadey obviously was thinking about something else. I mean, that was that was a shot of someone that wasn't 
100% committed and concentrating properly on that on that moment because he was so late. He was on the front board. He was so late playing that shot. Um, and it was just a sort of half-hearted pull shot. And Marnus did the same. You know, probably a ball that wasn't there to pull that ended up, uh, end up going straight up in the air. So, yeah, I, I feel them would be disappointed. And as they should be because that looked like a, good, a pretty good look at the bat on today. And, you know, late in the day with those Indian bowls tiring, it looked like a... That, that was the time that you wanted to be batting out there. You, you had to sort of gear the whole day around being there at the end and catching in the last sort of hour, hour and a half to play. And our batsman that was within and set, um, they gave up that opportunity today. Yeah, Matthew Way, 45. He was coasting. It looked like he was doing it easy. The best uh, form he looked in all summer. Um, what happened? Can you put your finger on why he lost concentration? It was just after um, Manus either brought up 100 or 50. He's 100, I think, yeah. Can you figure that out? Yeah, no, look, I can't put my finger on it because I obviously don't know what you're going through. Yet, but it was, he's obviously premeditating something else. It, it, you know, when you see someone that plays a shot like that, that they're so late on means that they're not clear with, their, with what they're thinking. They're not, they're not um, you know, they've got more than one thought in their head and that's what it looked like. You know, he was, he was a half-hearted pull shot that, to a ball. Like, I mean, if he's, if he's really clear and he's watching the ball with it closely, he would have hit that ball over mid wicket to six to many miles an hour. I mean, it was you know, 128 kilometre sort of short ball that ended up surprising him. So it's obviously there. Obviously. 13 innings in a row now that a half century for Wave. Australia has a test to South Africa next month. Uh, you said in Sydney that uh, if Australia didn't lose that game, he'd be in the side for Gabba. If they lost, questions would be asked. Where is he at in his career, Ricky? Well, things like today don't help. That's the bottom line with Matty Wade. And, I mean, he mentioned it. He looked like he was cruising. He's going really well. But, you know, it's one thing to be going really well and one thing to be cruising. But it's another thing to score big runs in test cricket. And, you know, with 13 innings between half centuries, you know, that's a real worry. Um, so, yeah, as I said, look, as he, he would love to have today over again. He's dismissal of Christmas. But I think what we've seen is when he, when he is, Playing well and he's committed and thinking clearly, he he could easily find himself in that middle order for another couple of years. But mm. you just can't afford to let opportunities like today slip. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, just running out the batters, Steve Smith out for for thirty six. I mean, just how upset did he look, Ricky, when he got out? Well, that's as far as I've seen him leave the field ever. I think he played <laughs> seventy odd tests. I watched a lot of it. Um, yeah, he just looked really dejected, didn't he? Um, probably actually couldn't believe that it had happened. And you don't see that happen too often where Steve Smith. Um, I'm not going to say give gave it away, but it's it, it's sort of a, a dismissal that you don't sort of associate. With. What did you make of the pitch? Uh, it looks like there's a big crack running down the wicket. Yeah, I, I didn't. We've been talking about it all day. Matty Hayden, Holly Thorne, that working with us today, had mentioned that um, this morning. Tim Payne mentioned it at the toss as well. It's, it's rare that you see an open crack on a wicket in Brisbane before the game starts. So, um, yeah, not being there was a little bit hard to tell, but there's obviously been. It must be quite prevalent if everyone's talking about it already so if they get hot weather over the next few days it could be a bit of an issue I think there might be some rain forecast for the next couple of days which might save them but um, look if it's oh, it's too hard to like I don't know where it is if it's if it's in the in the line of um, if it's down the middle I probably won't be too bad the, the, the cracks that are, are always an issue are the ones that are sort of up on a good length and somewhere near an off stump or left hand or right hand or so um, we'll wait and see how it pans in the next couple of days yeah and just finally how do you see day two playing out um, I think it's going to be a really good batting. I met, when you asked me about the wicket a minute ago, it looked like a great batting wicket, to be honest. Like the pace and bounce right through the game looked, looked really, really consistent. 
Um, I didn't see too much sea movement at all. Um, you know, even the new ball tonight didn't really swing much. So I think tomorrow is going to be a, a really good baiting day. That's why I think it's really important that these students now can, can push on and get a big score. Um, yeah, because it looks like, you know, like it's getting in certain that, that seam sort of flattens out on that brand new ball. It's not a great, great, great record of battle. That's it for Ricky's recap today. Be sure to subscribe to the Unplayable podcast so you don't miss an episode this summer. And for all your breaking news, live scores and video highlights, head to cricket.com.au and the C8 Live app. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free. Or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.